Hi, y'all. Welcome back to another podcast with your host, Redu Shakur. I'm super excited to be doing this little podcast with you guys. And this is a, a, certainly a topic that I've always been very passionate about. Um, this is definitely going to be more of a commentary as well as an insight podcast rather than you know just like my funny my other funny um you know comedy podcast because this is something that is really that holds that's holds that is held close to my heart um so as you guys know I grew up in Canada more specifically in Brooks Alberta I spent like 17 years there um Brooks Alberta is a very small community um Brooks is like five hours away from Edmonton two hours away from Calgary um Calgary is like in the middle of Edmonton and Brooks so this situation that I'm going to be commenting about is the situation that was at hand in like the issues at hand that were basically happening to this young 11 year old student and his do-rag um, at his school. So this black student decided to wear his do-rag at school. Uh, this is an Edmonton Catholic school district. So um, from my understanding, it's for the Christ the Redeemer Catholic schools. I went to a Catholic school. I've never ever ever felt like I was not a part of a family you know Catholicism is about unity and it's Christianity is about you know inclusivity essentially and it's really really crazy to me to think that all of this happened at a Catholic school so basically what happens is this kid basically wears his do-rag to school and he was told to take it off and he says that like no he doesn't want to take it off the the um not the direct we call them directors in Amharic but not the the principal um the the principal comes and says you know what this is a sign of gang affiliation um you can't be wearing this and that is really crazy to be like to say that to 11 year like imagine an 11 year old kid um on top of that this is a catholic school the school from my understanding is very diverse um Edmonton is one of the highest crime-rated cities, but, you know, this is a school. Like, schools are a place of, like, love and respect and learning, and it's just a do-rag. It's not a hat. Um, Under their policy, it says that you cannot wear hats. A do-rag is not a hat. So, really, he's being wrongly accused of... I I mean, I understand the whole gang affiliation thing, like... When you think of do-rags, you're thinking of gangs. But my brother, he's 14, and he wears a do-rag specifically to get waves. You know these kids be struggling to get waves. So, I just, I really don't understand it. So, you know, it gets crazier. So, the, the principal calls the, co- the, the school um, officer, and the school officer tells him, you know what? kid like you need to take this do-rag off it's it's a sign of gang affiliation and then uh he basically says it's one of these gangs and like it's like the red 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 hands or whatever gang that's um in Edmonton and that gang is predominantly white so I don't really understand where they got that from because if you're going to you know if you're going to be say that this is a gang affiliation maybe you should be you know just be vague like it's just a it's just a do-rag you don't have to say which gang like obviously or if you're gonna say get your gangs right like don't tell a black kid that he's in a white person gang like please after all of this um the kid goes home tells his mom the mom comes to school sets up an appointment to speak 
like sets up a meeting with the principal to speak um, about the issues at hand. Um, luckily, she recorded the entire conversation. The principal is saying that she's raising her voice and he sets the school on lockdown. What? Like literally lockdown. And what, I, what I mean by lockdown is like, you know, when there's a school shooter or if there's somebody on campus that, you know, that's not supposed to be there. There's somebody that looks shady or anything. The school goes in lockdown where essentially all of the kids are hiding in their classrooms. They're either hiding under their desk or they try to go. What we learned is that you have to hide in the farthest corner of the um, classroom. So like these kids are all probably imagine putting this. Um, oh imagine putting this like school under lockdown for something as silly as a conversation about a durek and i am completely and utterly appalled about this situation like I really do not understand what is going on like I do not I cannot comprehend this situation I do not understand like why is this escalating so fast so quickly so like it is like a very very steep slope and they're just going straight up my friends like um this all started from a do-rag and then now the school is shut down the school is shut down like imagine putting all these kids in they're they're fearful like it's all, or the student like all the or the teachers like the teachers probably are like well we did not usually if there's a plot a practice one like all of the teachers they have a meeting in the morning they're like okay this is what's gonna happen this is the time like just be ready um imagine a school where gang well, not we're gang but like where crime the crime rate is so high in Edmonton and there is so much stuff in the news about you know kids bringing guns to school that these kids are probably scared out of their mind there is no reason there is absolutely no reason that this school needed to be under lockdown like did this I want to know like did this principal see a gun on the mother like did he see any sort of like any like of course the mom is going to be a little bit mad about what's going on because gang his she's being what is this guy doing i'm sorry i'm just in campus security is in the parking lot right now and like they're looking extra sketch right now so i don't know what's going on anyways um of course, when a mom is in a situation where her child or their child is being, you know, basically considered a, a gang member because of a durag, like, it is just a, plea, a piece of cloth on your head, like, because of a durag, um, why, why, my friends, like, why why is this happening like why is this a thing like why are like i do not i do not understand the school like at this point the school is shut down um i don't know much about what happens right after that but um all of this gets sent to administration and administration bans the mother from the school imagine you going to school and your parents are not allowed to come like 
my parents never actually wanted to come but like imagine being told you're not allowed back at your at your child's school like what kind that is this escalation is going real like this is getting really hard real quick so after this the the i think the the school like the christ the redeemer schools are having like a town hall meeting where there's a lot of topics that need to be spoken about but the the topic of this mom being banned was not brought up or the topic of durags in general was not brought up like you would assume that if this is happening where there was a point where the school gets shut down administration has been like involved um you know the a mom is getting banned from school you would put that on you know there would be somebody taking care of this so this doesn't happen again but no like nobody's talking about this so the mom and the son they get in you know they get somebody to advocate for them which was Bashir Muhammad he's he's uh he's like a he advocates for a lot of different people for a lot of different issues and so when he's there um, they were told that they're not allowed to bring their signs inside to the hotel, he, town hall meeting. They were like, okay, that's fine. We'll just leave them outside. He goes in and he basically states his demands. Um, he puts his fist in the air. It's nothing too crazy. It's just like basic advoca- advocacy, which this kid, this child and parent deserves. Like this kid is basically traumatized for his, you know, for the rest of his life. He's like the emotional retaliation of this is is insane like it's really insane over a do-rag like i cannot trust like stress this enough it's not a gun it's not a knife it's not any sort of weapon it's not like he was wearing a hat and if it was a hat i would be happier if it was a hat because like everybody knows that hats are not allowed in school like i would be real i would be a lot happier if it was a hat and so all of this happens and um the next day rebel media so rebel news is like a news station um i don't know if they have a podcast but like i always see them on youtube i first you know i first came across them when they did like this little um video about brooks alberta talking about like how people are always living in fear um in brooks because there's so many immigrants there which from my understanding please please correct me if i'm wrong but the people at Rebel Media do not, or I don't know if it's the guy's name is Keenan. He does not like immigrants or black people in general. You know, some people call him a Nazi, which you know, per- personally, I don't care to call him a Nazi. I don't like people. I don't like calling people Nazis because Nazi is a dirty, dirty term. Um, the what Nazis did to Jewish people was absolutely insane, and like using that word, calling anybody that it's like basically calling somebody that's not black the N word. You know, it's it's disgusting. Like, the word Nazi, it's just a horrible, horrible term. But I, you know, I, I, he's definitely a bigot. But, like, why is this... Why are they all wilding? So, he basically makes a statement on... I don't know if it was a... Yeah, it was a video where um, he's like, yo, Bashir Muhammad, he, he crashed this town hall meeting. One, you cannot crash a town hall meeting. It's open to the public. Two, he called... Two, he calls him um, a Somalian Muslim immigrant, which that is not true. He is Somalian and he is Muslim. He's not an immigrant. Um, also, that does not have to do with what the Tom town hall meeting is about at all, which I understand with news, you just pick the topic that will get you the most views. But, you know, get your facts right. If you are a news station, you need to get your facts right. Like, that's what news is. Like, bruh. 
what are you, Fox News? Like, please, calm down. Um, so, after all of this, at the, the one thing that is, like, super crazy is that this originally came from a kid, an 11-year-old child, that decided to wear a direct to school. A school got shut down. Uh, the school, a school got put under lockdown. A mom was banned from a school. You know, town hall meeting, quote-unquote, crashed. Um feelings hurt people traumatized and now this all of this is being turned on to bashir uh bashir muhammad and this is where it gets a little bit sad this is where i really wanted to be like yo the world sucks because they took they turned this around and was like yo bashir muhammad is a very scary very um you know radical eradicated human being and he does blah like so many bad things and don't believe him and you know like i i really don't understand i'm like this kid is you know bashir is just just trying to advocate for this one kid that is just trying to wear his do rag at school you like and this all could have been de-escalated this is all you know at this point nobody even is even talking about the do rag we're talking about how this guy is an immigrant and he crashed a town hall meeting which i don't understand because it was a town hall meeting where you know things need to be discussed and they're not discussing a topic that is completely and utterly important to the community. And, you know, I the reason I'm telling you guys this is because I completely, once I left Brooks, I never realized how much the world sucks, bro. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, we stay wilding. Like, people continue to wild for no reason like i don't understand why people have to go why do people hate immigrants like i want to know that like why is immigration such a dirty topic for a mass amount of white people like at the bottom of that video there's over 1500 comments with a majority of the comments you know threatening bashir like this is just a kid trying to sport another kid bro like I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand where all of this comes from. Like, why do white people hate black people? And I don't mean, like, all white people and all black people, but, like, I've never realized how racist Canada can be. Like, everybody always likes to say, you know, black people come to Canada and then they just sit on our welfare system. I'm like, one, um, that may be true to an extent, though. And it's not just immigrants. It's also white people. It's also native people. It's also, you know, Mexicans. It's also, it's any, it's anybody that's Latinx. Like, it's, sometimes, you know, people use government aid to their advantage. But it's not just immigrants. So, or the video they did about, you know, living in fear in Brooks, Alberta, and how, this one woman that was interviewed, she decided to blur out her face and, you know, change her voice. But, you know, f- the people from Brooks can tell exactly who it is. Like, the town is small, my friend. The town is very small. And she's basically saying that they are afraid to live. And you know what? I'm really sorry to any person that is afraid to live in their own community. But it's not all immigrants you know like they're saying that immigrants are increasing the crime rate in brooks alberta but i'm like 
immigration, not of just black people, but immigration in general, has made Brooks such a beautiful community. Like, it's called the city of a hundred hellos for a reason. It's it's where we. I've learned so much about culture and countries living in Brooks without even having to travel. Like, there's you can literally find. There's probably someone from every single country in the world in Brooks. Like, from Europe, from Africa, from Asia. There is so many different cultures in Brooks. And you know what? The crime rate might be high, but it's also high other places, too. Like, I don't... You know, I'm a political science student, but I'm also an advocate for equality. And I am also a person that really tries to genuinely understand each and every side and point of view. And I understand, you know, some people... Like, okay, I, I, let's think of it like this. You're just sitting in your little town. And this is just imagine that you're white. You're sitting in a little town where um, there's no black people. Then suddenly black people come up and then uh, come in and they're starting to take, quote unquote, your jobs. One, um, a lot of people say that black people and immigrants take their jobs in Brooks, which, you know, the main source of jobs is the meatpacking plant. Um uh, you can apply and get a job there. Like, you do not have to be um, an immigrant. They obviously are going to outsource jobs because it's cheaper for them. And, oh, my God. Like, it, it really sucks. But, like, there's people talking about how, like, people can't get jobs at JBS because, you know, black people and immigrants are taking those jobs. But I'm like, I please go and apply. The, the company is more than happy to hire people in the community, but nobody applies for work. So I don't want, I don't understand what these people want. Like, go and do the hard jobs. Like, obviously, there's people that, you know, need to be working on farms, like farmhands. Go apply for those jobs. Go apply for the hardworking jobs. The reason that immigrants take these jobs is because people don't take them. I don't understand what you want. Like, bro, I am complete. I have never realized how much I hated my community, how much I am afraid of my community. Not even hate, like, I love my community, but I'm, I live in fear now of, like, not, like, do these people like me or not, but, like, will these people try to hurt me? Because you see them commenting on videos like this being like, oh, why don't you put a gun through his cranium or a bullet through his cranium? Why don't you shoot him up? This kid deserves to die. We need to, like, send him back. I'm like, bro, if they're saying this about him, what are they saying about me? You know, these are the kids and the people that I grew up with. These are the people that I decide to, you know, shop at their stores. Like, What? I don't understand like we just want to live in peace we came from a really really like either war struck in countries or we were unable to have freedom like the reason that we left our country is because Canada gives us opportunities that our countries cannot trust me if we had the same opportunities back home we would not be here we don't want to be here our families are back home a lot of people's kids are back home their wives and their husbands their parents are back home you think that they want to be here where they're alone, where you have no family, where people hate you while you're always seen as less than. No, we don't want to be here. And we add a lot to the community. And I I never realized that I lived in a box until these people really told me that, you know, like, 
I don't deserve to live because of my color. What does my color have to do with what I'm worth? I don't understand. I really, really don't understand. Like, how can we change this? We need to change this. There needs to be a change. Like, yes, there could be an issue with immigration and immigrants in Canada. But instead of bashing them or, you know, putting them down or putting them in fear or hurting their children or, you know, making them um, emotionally scarred, maybe educate them. Or provide an opportunity. Like, I don't understand what you want. Like, what, you want us to leave? Bro, okay, once we leave, where's your economy gonna go? Huh? Like, tell me that. What, what economy are you gonna have left once we're gone? Bro, we don't want to be here. Our families are not here. We have pride in our countries. The only thing is that there's political distress back home. That's why we're here. Bro, I came when I was one and a half. And I go back to Ethiopia all the time. Because I don't want to live in Canada. My family is not here. I am so thankful to be, to have had, to receive an education in Canada. To not live in fear. To, you know, be able to call the police and the police not be corrupt. To be able to call an ambulance and not have to worry that it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. You know, to be able to go to the doctors. But now, you're going to the doctors, you're getting discriminated against. You're going to you know, you're going grocery shopping, you're being discriminated against, nobody wants to help you, people, you know, people always saying speak English, I'm like, okay, we're, these people are trying to speak English, these people are trying to learn, but just like you, they work 10 hours a day, five days a week, and then on top of that, they have to provide for their, you know, they have to clean and cook and, you know, do what they need to do, it's really hard to learn a language and it's really hard to learn a culture when you're just trying to, you know, get on your feet and provide for your family. I don't understand. Like, what do you guys not understand about... You know, Canada has become a country that I... I don't know if it's always been like this, but it's becoming a country that I don't really want to associate with anymore. I am hurt 